So, Ray, what happened with your run this morning? Oh, so we just going to start there, huh? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know because we are praying pretty hard. <laughs> I appreciate it, too. Once I tell you the story, you'll see why. Uh, so, I, I went ahead and signed up for the, the half marathon. So, uh, that is the 16th. So, I was like, well, let me get some more long runs in. So, I go out this morning and uh, like I'm going to run 10 miles. Now, let me preface this by saying I got off work late last night and I planned on eating leftover Mexican food uh, the <laughs> earlier that day. So I, I ate knew that. It. I knew this. <laughs> I ate that at like 10 o'clock last night. So I've got like a routine that I do before I leave, you know, to go run. So I get up, go to the bathroom, get ready to go, go to the bathroom again just to make sure. And then I'm, I'm like out. So I go run. And, you know, going pretty good. And then probably around mile two, I'm like, hmm, stomach don't feel that great. But I, I've had runs like this before, so uh, I'll be fine. No pun, no pun intended. No pun intended. Uh, so I get to, so the route I took this time, they had built like this new, like, bathroom, like, out on the route. It's like by a soccer field, but it's like a new bathroom. So I was like, okay, well, I'm stop right here and pee. And I'm like. Yeah, you know what? I think I'll be okay. You know, like I, I can make it. So I'm running, and I get to mile eight, and I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this ain't good." Because, like I said, I, I set out to do ten miles, and I'm in mile eight, so I got two miles to go to get to the car. So I'm like, "All right, I can make these two miles." So as I'm running, I'm like, "I got to stop running." I can't run no more because <laughs> it's going to be a problem. And then I was like, uh -oh. I, I really do understand that dude on the, on the, uh, during the marathon that shitted on himself that I was making fun of. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, dude. I am really sorry for making fun of you. <laughs> so this is karma coming back. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and with, so a, with a vengeance. So I'm like clenched up walking really fast. Like, like, you know, how like the old people be walking around the mall. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you know, speed walking. And so I get to about a mile and a half out, and I'm praying. I'm like, oh, God, please let me do it. Please let me make it. So at a mile, I'm like, I ain't going to make it. That's when I text y'all, like, hey, y'all pray for me. I'll explain later. Because <laughs> 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 you're like, you're, I'm like, I, I just got a mile to go. Just pray for me. <laughs> And so, yeah, because it's an odd text to get that early in the morning, and I'm like, yeah, because at that point I'm weighing options. I'm like, do I shit on myself? Do I go in the woods? <laughs> do I mean, like, what do I get? So I'm walking by. I'm, I got. I'm watching like people. They got their dogs over to the side. Dogs over there just enjoying life, taking a shit, looking at me like, see, we got it. And I'm like, man, no, I got to make. So at a half mile, I'm like y'all pray harder because now I got tears in my eyes. I'm like, man, I'm not going to make it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going, I'm like, okay, I'm a quarter mile away. Because every now and then I'm like, okay, I think I can run. And as soon as I take like two steps, I'm like, nope, nope, can't run. I can't do it. So I make it. I'm like, all right, guys, I made it to the car. Thank you. I'll tell you about it on the podcast. So now I'm like to the car, but it still doesn't alleviate the situation. So now I'm like, okay, where do I go? Right, because the car is not a bathroom. Correct. Well, it, it it was an option. 
<laughs> but it's not technically a bathroom. Uh, so then I'm like, okay, uh, there's a gas station right around, like right across the street from the from the track on Lakeshore. So I'm like, I can go there, but that's like one of the places people go all the time, and it smells horrible in there. So I'm like, uh And then I'm like, I can go to Walmart, which is a little bit up the street, but this but that's walmart. walmart yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so i'm like i got it Publix because i've had to go there before so uh went to Publix. Publix came through in the clutch shout out to Publix. uh they ain't a sponsor but i, I appreciate you Publix. and then i had to buy some groceries because i felt bad for just going to Publix to use the bathroom but <laughs> that is how my morning started out wow mm. well preston called it <laughs> oh yeah when he sent that text man I knew what was going on man look I, I was I was man I was praying so hard I don't think I'd prayed that for that hard for my life that is <clears throat> very funny <laughs> I knew it, I knew it was either bloody nipples or yeah or exactly what Preston called which is what happened did you have shoes on <laughs> I'm not, I mean, shorts on. No, I had on. I had on uh, pants. So that was the thing. I was like, well, if I if I shit on myself, it's gonna be in my pants. But then I got to, you know, it's full of people out there running. So I'm gonna <laughs> like run by them, and they're like, oh, that dude shitting on himself. Yeah, that's messed up. So I was like, I can't. I, I really don't want to do that. And like I've said, I've seen people running on the track, like out there squatting in the in the trees. You know, doing whatever they had to do. So I was like, I mean, it's an option. It's not like it's uncommon out here, but you know, those white people. So they, they. Right, I was gonna say, I I was actually gonna ask that. Yeah, and that's the thing too. So it's black people out there running stuff, and I don't want to be like the the uh, Jackie Robinson of shitting in the woods with black people. (laughs) So I I didn't want to break the barrier on that either. So I, I. Man, I, I'm going through all the math and stuff. I'm like, man, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you're in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, that, so, yeah. So, that's a part of the culture, just going to the side of the road and taking a shit. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought they would do that during the actual run, like a marathon or something. Not like No, these people, day. this would be like, hey, it's Saturday morning. I'm running here on Lakeshore. There's no bathrooms around. That's like one of the whole reasons why they built the bathroom out there. So they're like, well, hopefully. Oh, that was one of the things, too. So there was like a construction site over there. And I'm looking like, hey, if they have a porta potty, I would ask them if they can use if I can use their porta potty. I didn't see one when I was running. You were so that bad off because that's yes. a horrible place to take shit. You can, look, it's better than in your pants. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot better places to go than in your pants. Like, yeah. Pretty much. But then again, except the like, ones you named, that could lubricate you better, where your your legs move faster together, right? Because it'll be like slippery. That's really disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to help your times out, man. Man, look, my time. I was doing good. I was doing like 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 about ten minute miles, and that last two miles was like sixteen minutes apiece. Ooh, you're up in two G speed. Yep. Yeah, well, actually, it's still faster. No. Well, still a little faster than. Well, yeah, you're about you're still about twenty minutes faster than him, but yeah, you, he was like pretty <laughs> minutes Yeah, wow. Well, we're glad that you made it. Um, although it would have been welcome. That's a hilarious story, but it would have been you should have taken one for the team and just done it because that would have been funnier. No, no, because I still have to drive home, and it's I, I think I'm probably about 
15 minutes away from home. Well, 15 miles away from home. So, oh, yeah, that's then you're just stewing in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And welcome to the Call Me Daddy podcast, everyone. Yeah, episode 28. <laughs> so, we've had a uh, quite an eventful week, I would say, since last time we spoke. What's crazy is that we... Um, we recorded last Saturday, although this this the episode was released very late Sunday night, uh, as it normally is, um, and a lot of tragedy, a lot of heartbreak, but also a lot of um, uh, great news on the way. So, Preston, why don't you take it away? Yeah, um, Logan was born on his actual date that we scheduled hey, um, for Monday. Welcome hey, to Logan. the world. Yep. Prince Logan. Yep. So January twenty seventh, um, we went in actually the Sunday, last Sunday, the twenty sixth at ten o'clock, and man, I had to sleep on that hard ass cot in the <laughs> hospital for four nights, and it, it is the most horrible thing in my life, and I never want to do it again. It was pure torture. Now the the room, the rooms at the hospital, I would like to give a shout out. They're not a sponsor to Grandview Hospital. Like not a single person that came in the room was mean. I mean, everybody was super sweet, and they handled my night. My wife with you know, nice, you know, just nice care altogether. Um, super nice people. Uh, never got on anybody's nerves for, you know, calling them to bring something or whatever, which I have had at other hospitals. So it's, it's particularly nice when you get a hospital where they're actually nice to you. So, but anyway, um, they started inducing labor that morning. And finally, around two o'clock, my wife had said she was going to go natural, but she said, screw this. I'm doing this, I'm doing this epidural. Um, homeboy came in, did the epidural. Well, the lady came in, did the epidural. She talked longer than it took to actually do it. She used to talk about all the risk and this may happen and that may happen and everything oh, wow. else. But you know, they have to tell you all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, now practice. So they had start, you know, first they had started her on this drip that had Carly talking crazy as shit. Um, she just kept saying, kept saying, I'm so high. I'm, <laughs> I'm high, y'all. I'm so high. Y'all do them high. We're like, yeah, we know you high. He said, because I'm high. So after the second dose of that, the second dose didn't, didn't hit her like the first one. So she wasn't really, you know, high anymore per se. And that's when she said, screw this. I want this epidural. So they gave her that around two. And Logan, my, our, um, the biggest deal about having the 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 inducing that on Monday was um, she wanted her doctor to deliver the baby, and we we kind of held out as long as we could. And our doctor finally left at six fifteen because she has a family and stuff. So she was like, you know, I think you just need a little bit more time. Doctor Hudson's gonna get you, blah blah blah. And Doctor Hudson actually was the dude that delivered her best friend baby, so it worked out yeah. like like it was familiar. Right, check you know? that out. Yep. So small world. So uh, he came in and he said, hey, we're going to do some test push for a second. They start doing some test pushing. He said, I'm going to run over here and do the C-section next door and I'll come right back. And after that, we're going to start pushing. So he came back. She didn't push really that long, maybe about 10 minutes, top, not even 10 minutes, really. She really, it just was a long process just to get to that five, right. 10 minutes. The labor was long, but not yeah. the actual pushing. Yes. Yes. Okay. So she started pushing and Logan just popped out, just came out hollering. I cut the umbilical cord. I recorded the whole thing for somebody that wants to watch it. I guess Carly would and maybe her mom, but nobody else wants to. Yeah, no. And um, I didn't know that the doctor couldn't be in any records. They told me that. They said, uh, don't record him. Make sure you don't record his face, but you can record everything that's going on. So Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I never heard it before, and I didn't hear it with Paisley. Uh-huh. Um, but 
um, Paisley's birth was recorded on an Android phone, and back then everything wasn't in the cloud, so I kind of lost that footage. Um, it's on a hard drive somewhere, but I just can't find it. But anyway, I recorded everything. Finally, everybody came back in the room. Cheers, ha 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 ha, and uh, I went back to sleep on that hard ass cot. Like DOS effects. Yep. Man, that that cot though, that's that's the most memorable thing for the whole four days I was on one. Man, that shit was horrible. To yeah. to the to the degree that on I think it was Wednesday, Carly sent me home in the middle of the day. Said, "Hey, go home and get a nap." So I went home to get a nap. Who calls to wake me up from the nap? Carly. So I'm going. Wait. <laughs> sent me home to get a nap. I'm sleep like I all have been. You sure, call. I didn't think up, you were so. gonna go. <laughs> Man, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are you coming back? Yeah, I'm sorry. I woke you up. Yeah. And, you know, I had it on Do Not Disturb, so she had to call twice. So, of course, I'm waking up thinking, oh, something happened. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, nothing. I was just trying to see what time you're coming back. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> so, anywho, it all went good. Logan is here. Um, He was 5 pounds, 15 ounces. So, he was rather on the small side. So, we're just trying to make sure we're feeding him, you know, enough right now and beef him up a little bit. But that's it. We went back to the doctor yesterday to check him out and everything checked out good. So, we're good to go. And congratulations, man. We're very happy for you and Carly. And how's Carly doing? She's doing great. Um, She has some headaches from the epidural, but other than that, she's fine. That's great, man. And she had a birthday right after that. Yep. Her birthday was um yesterday. So, and the funny part about it, I actually, the reason she called me the day that, I, that she woke me up, was because it took a long time to get home. So she assumed I went right home. But I went out to get her a birthday present when I left the hospital because I knew I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have another time to get one. Mm-hmm. But I was so, you know, sleep deprived and out of it, I couldn't focus on what I wanted to get. So I said, screw it. After walking <laughs> around the store for like 45 minutes to an hour, I went home. And so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just like happy I made it home safe, man. I was super tired. I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's tough. What about it's, now? What what's your sleep like now? Because you're home for the next four weeks, right? I'm home for the next four weeks, so we one week down now. So, um, you know, at the beginning, you still have to wake him up every two to three hours to feed, whether he sleep or not. So, um, that part, especially with him being underweight, undersized, we have to keep you know keep feeding them every two three hours. So we had a, a, a app that we share together that tells us the last time he was fed, what he ate, how much did he eat, all that kind of stuff. Did she breastfeed? Did it? Did she pump? Was it um, formula? All that kind of stuff is in the app. So it shows you all that stuff. And you're able to put his weight in and all that stuff too. So that's cool. That's been helping keeping us organized. But just, you know, in the hospital, the cot wasn't as bad as people coming in the room every 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that and that's kind of like yep. they just keep coming in waking you up. I know they're doing their check, their, their tests and their their checks for you know, glucose levels, uh, jaundice, and all that kind of stuff. They're doing that all night. Great, I get it. But man, you can't go to you can't fall asleep when the light comes on like every ten minutes. So at some point, I just said screw it. I just sat up and started watching movies and stuff, and you know finding anything to do rather than fall asleep. So. Yeah, man. Other than that, he's been pretty active for the most part. It's just, of course, his sleep cycle ain't there yet, and he was, he been sleep the last four hours. He was sleep. Ray came over to visit today. Travis came over too. Travis saw him awake maybe a couple minutes. I don't think he was wow. awake the whole time. Ray was here. No, he was not awake at all. And Paisley was trying to wake him up. She was like, she was basically like, "Wake up, baby." <laughs> and he 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 stretched like he was gonna wake up, but he didn't wake up. 
Yeah. yeah. Travis came over, I think it maybe maybe noon. And he was he was not having it. Like he you know, was out of it the whole time. So but yeah, just nothing. So what's Paisley think about him? Pay, Paisley thinks it's the best thing in the world to have a little brother to the <laughs> she's asking her mom to have a little sister. Her mom was like, I'm not with that. Don't ask me for nothing. Uh go home and ask your daddy to have another one. So, so she had <laughs> you know, you know, y'all want to have a daughter? No, nah, I don't know about that. So, <laughs> so we're still deliberating on that. Carly wants to have another one in theory, but we'll see how that goes over the next month or two. Right, that you can know. change quickly. You, yeah, you you get used to this one, and you're going, okay, I thought I did. But so I, I'll tell you the phases we went through. So you you have the baby, and then everything's good until. They were like, oh, it's not a baby anymore, and then they want another baby. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, we're, I mean, this pile of diapers over here says we don't need another one right now. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, like, man, it's just getting old to have kids, man. I mean, I'm about to be 38, and I'm just thinking, like, do I want to have a baby at 40? Mm, not so much for real. We'll see. I thought about that too, but now I'm 42. I wish I could have another one. But uh, you know, it's, you want it's another crazy. boy uh, or a girl? Doesn't matter. Um, well, we're not gonna have one, so it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's a good segue because there there's definitely something special about a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, impressive, I'm sure you'll you'll find that too. Um, but they're so different having a boy and a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, one can pee in your face and one doesn't. Well, there's that. <laughs> Did y'all get the little uh, PPTP things? Mm-mm. Oh, that's, you need to get those. So it's basically like a little terracloth-like tent, and you put them on them while you change the diaper, and it'll keep them from peeing on you. Even if they pee, it'll soak it up, and you just throw it away. Now, the funny thing about that is we still have them around here, and Liam thinks they're hats. And so he's going around wearing it, and I'm, I'm like, don't want to tell him what it is, but I'm like, take that off. He's like, oh, I like it. Look at my hat. I'm like, stop. And it's called a t- a t t t p a p p t p p p t p. Okay. Yes. I've got to take that out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They just use it for right now. <laughs> I gotta find that man. That sounds kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. Yes, yeah, I yeah, they, I have not heard of those before. Um, so, I guess we, you know, I debated. I don't really know how to how to talk about this, but, um, you know, obviously this episode, as you all can see, is called the Circle of Life. I mean, we had this great birth, and we've been tracking Logan's arrival. We actually found out on this show that that uh, Carly was pregnant. Um, and then we just got the heartbreaking news last uh, Sunday about Kobe Bryant and, and Gigi Bryant and the other seven passengers in, uh, in that horrific helicopter crash. And um, But I just want to talk to you guys and kind of see where you are, how you're dealing with it, how it hit you, how it affected you, um, and kind of, you know, just kind of open up that conversation. We, we, do, we do have some, some other funny stuff we're going to get to, and but... Uh, we're all sports fans. We're all NBA fans. Um, but I'll let you guys go first. Pete, we can start with you. And by the way, Preston is sick if you all can't tell. It's probably why he doesn't sound as clear. He's 
in addition to having a newborn, he's also fighting off the coronavirus. I, I actually, man, shut up. I actually think that's part of it too, because I ain't had rest, and I think I just got, you know yeah, what I mean? Like your immune system, my immune system is low. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but but about the Kobe thing, the funny part about it was that when I found out, not funny, but when I found out. I was taking like my last big nap before we went to the hospital. So it was the day that we were going in on Sunday. So I took a long nap between I think twelve and three. A three hour midday nap, which is unheard of for me. Yeah. And I wake up and my phone was on um do not disturb. So I look up and I'm getting all these texts that's saying, uh, oh shit, Kobe, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'm thinking, what? So I'm looking through the timestamps of the text and I'm thinking, oh, something must have popped up on TMZ. You know, let me check it out. And then I'm reading through the text more where they're confirming that they saw it on ESPN and other outlets, too. So I wake up right at three. Carly walks in the room and she goes, you're awake? I say, yeah. And she said, man, Kobe. And I had just looked at my phone. So we both just sat there for a while like, "Okay, is this real or what's going on? And it's kind of funny where, you know, even though when people, I saw a lot of people talking about grief and stuff, and sometimes people make fun of things when you, um, when you grieve someone that you don't know, like a celebrity or someone famous or someone you never met before. But it's right. possible if that person touched you in a way that you know you you grew up on this person. Like I expect to feel to have the same feeling like if Will Smith passed or if you know what I mean. Like it's that same feeling of you feel like you know that person. Um, especially when someone passes this that's, that's that young. He was only, what, 41? 41, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when somebody passes that young, it just was a tragic way of how it happened. Now, what I do hate was how people were posting uh, the, the helicopter wreckage, and it wasn't the real video, by the way. Right. Pe- people yeah, were posting that, and people were having opinions about it. Like, I saw this um, Dr. Umar, whatever his name is, saying, oh, it's the Illuminati, and it's all, like, why are you saying, why, like, who has time to even say all this stuff right now? You know? Mm-hmm. And He's judging it by the you know, oh it wasn't even no fog in that video. Well, it wasn't the video. That was a random helicopter crash, and right, people exactly. start reposting. Like, dang, if you're gonna get on YouTube or whatever and say all this stuff, at least research it first and make sure you're talking about the right thing. For one, for two, right? 100%. Everybody has an opinion on stuff. Have you driven a helicopter before? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so crazy how people just make up these things about that. Oh, this was intentional. Oh, this happened. That happened. Um, but this was a routine thing for Kobe to take this helicopter. It wasn't like. Oh, this is the first time it's ever happened. Or he got on a spaceship or some stuff, you know. <laughs> right. This right. was a this was a normal. This was like us driving the Publix. Like, right. Uh, dri- you know, and, <laughs> and and he was used to taking helicopters to his games to to everywhere. And I I I don't want to report this wrong. So I, you know, if I'm wrong on this, I apologize. You all feel free to email us at callmedaddypodcast at gmail to correct me. But I'm I think Kobe also had his his pilot license, his helicopter license. That doesn't sound far fetched. That that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm correct in that. But either way, the the point of that being, it's this was not like some anomaly that Kobe Bryant was on a helicopter, right? Oh, of course not. I mean, he had, he had talked about it for a while, just saying, "Hey, look, traffic sucks in L.A., and you know, I can I got spend this time being with my family, you know." So, yeah, if I he, had the means, I would definitely do it myself. Yeah. Well, Sherm probably win because no, the thing. no, yeah. hell no, I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> that'll, that'll be yeah, that wouldn't be a good idea for you. Um, but <laughs> but that's not to, oh, that's not to not. I mean, that's because you all know my severe fear of heights. So. Yes, yes, even sky. What do they call um, the sky tram? Yes. Sky tram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was even too high. We'll have me. to tell that story and post that picture. One oh day. yeah, I, I forgot all about that. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah. 
but on a positive note, you know, just rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, condolences to his family and every, you know, the seven other people that were on the flight. Also, I never want to forget about them because just because they weren't famous or whatever, they lost their lives too. Um, but I just I don't like some of the negativity that came out about people bringing up old cases and you know you had all this time to say something about this stuff and now all of a sudden Kobe Mm -hmm. dies and you want to go oh well he wasn't a saint because he did this 17 years ago and he he was found not guilty but still like what that didn't make sense right and I think that the to that point um that's one thing that is (sighs) no it's funny to me it's not not funny haha it's crazy to me that nobody has brought that up in 15 years, right? Yeah. Um, however, now everyone wants to bring it up. Not everyone, right. but people want to bring it up. Mm-hmm. The other thing is with that, he it never even went to trial because she lied. Yep. Like, if, if Kobe was guilty of anything, which he was, which was adultery, him and Vanessa dealt with it. They stayed together. They had two more kids after that. And, you know, he, I mean, I I, I don't understand where people get off, you know, in, in this horrific time of sorrow, bringing up people's past, like the, neg- the negatives in their past. Like, everyone who brought that up, I think that at their funeral, we should be able to get up there and just talk about all the negative stuff they did. That's, I mean, that's what it, that's what it boils down to. I agree. I, it's it's sad, man, and and let's not forget his daughter, man. Com- completely tasteless. And, yeah. and see that that was the worst part about how the news was coming out. Because first of all, when you see it, it's like, well, it's TMZ, so you're like, obviously they've got it wrong or something, you know, and they're just out trying to put the story out, and this can't be right. So then you're like, well, okay, well, other news uh, news organizations are reporting it, but they're basing off TMZ story. So I'm like waiting to like CNN or ESPN gets it. And so when they get it, then you start hearing stuff like, well, his entire family was on there. It's like, oh, crap. And they're right. like, well, it's just, you know, him and the girls. You're like, well, crap, that's still bad. And right. And it's like, well, none of them were on there. You're like, oh, good. And it's this whole roller coaster. And you find out, yep, it was, you know, him and his daughter. You're like, shoot, man. I mean, them was not only lost like their husband they lost their dad and you know the other families lost multiple family members too and that's like man that's that's the worst because yeah like i was talking to a guy uh at work and he's like well yeah you gotta you gotta have both the funerals at the same time because you don't want to go through that twice yeah you do you do and just to to mention the other victims i mean we had kobe bryant um gg or gianna bryant uh john atabelli Carrie Adabelli, their daughter Alyssa Adabelli, which by the way, they had two other children, so those two children are left without a sibling and both parents. Um, mother and, and daughter Sarah and Peyton Chester. Uh, Christina Mauser, who had three kids. I, I heard her husband speak this week. Mm-hmm. And I think they were ages like 11, 7, and 3 or something like I mean, 9, 7, and 3, really young. Um, and then the pilot, Ara Zobayan. So, you know, we don't want to forget those victims, but, you know, Kobe's the one who, you know, that's the other thing. It's like people say, well, no one's talking about the other victims. Yeah. Like, I didn't know the other victims, you know? Um, And, um, you know, for me, this hit, it just hit so hard. I I was, what, 
I really, really wasn't sure what I was going to say when we got on here because it's um, it's still really affecting me, and I don't I, I like I'm trying to figure out why because I never met Kobe Bryant. I was not a Lakers fan. Matter of fact, I hated Kobe Bryant, the player. Um, he, I mean, he was just like, gosh, man, he's the best thing since Jordan that I saw. Like, he's the closest to Michael Jordan that I have ever seen. And I said that. I mean, I said it when he was living. I say it now. I know that LeBron is definitely, well, I'm not definitely. LeBron is always in this in the conversation with who's the best ever, him or Jordan. But he's a different position than Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, Kobe was a year younger than me, and I remember where I was the first time I saw him play. I remember his rookie year, the Utah series. I remember him taking um, Moesha to prom, <laughs> Brandy, um, and like just like, dang, this nigga took Brandy to his prom. Like, <laughs> like how much game does it like? Which it, was made way more impressive back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, how much game does this? How much confidence does this dude have to even form his mouth to say, "Will you go to the prom with me?" To Brandy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I so it's like all of these little things, and then when the whole thing happened in Utah, and it's like, come on, man, like you know, I killed him for that, right? But I think that the thing that I loved most about Kobe was the same reason I love. Michael Jordan, same reason I love Tiger Woods, was this mentality of, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to, to, to basically kill you on this court. And if if you're my teammate and you're not stepping up to the plate, Shaq, you know, you're going to hear it from me. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I like the most about Kobe as far as basketball was that the people that went the hardest at him – they ended up on the team with him. Like um, Ron Artest went hard at yeah. playing defense. Then Kobe recruited him to L.A. You got Matt Barnes with the whole incident with him almost oh. on the ball in his face. Mm-hmm. My, my recruit- favorite Kobe clip ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to L.A. And then you had, uh, what was the other guy named? Um, he was such an irritant. He played for the Suns a long time. Roger Bell. Roger Bell, yes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, So it was just funny that you know game recognized game. He was like, man, absolutely. if, if you irritate me or if you, you attempt to you know, call yourself trying to shut me down you got mm-hmm. balls i want you on my team so. <laughs> yeah and he played 20 years with the same organization yeah yeah that, that's amazing that's um, amazing especially in this day and age like yeah yeah even but if, i think if, what if i way got trained anybody can i mean if they way yeah. left miami anybody can exactly yeah and it's crazy because last saturday like i listened back to our podcast on on monday morning and we talked about kobe and and the um uh, all the smoke podcast and, and I said on there just got done listening to Dwayne Wade's I can't wait to hear Kobe Bryant's mm-hmm. um, I deleted it I can't listen to it. Um, it I may go back at some point but I think this is still so raw uh, it's I don't even like when I'm when I hear his voice I change a channel it's hard you're man. changing a lot of channels right now then. Yeah. I am yeah I am I've been watching a lot of on demand stuff uh and and Gigi was Naomi's age. Yeah. Um, <sighs> it's been a rough week, man. Um, and I think that's what I love most about Kobe was, uh, man, was the last th- seeing, like, 
his new life, like the second half of his life, and like every time you saw him, he was smiling. He was courtside and players coming up and dapping him up and hugging him, and Gigi was always at the game with him. Uh, you know, and just seeing like, dang, man, this dude is like doing it. Like like you see Dwayne Wade doing it now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and see, that was the thing too, guys. Kobe was like, he was done with the NBA. He was like, look, I'm out. And it yeah, was Gigi Mamba that... Out. That that showed him like brought his love back for the NBA and for basketball. That he was like seeing it through her eyes is what got him charged back up about it. And so you'd see you'd see memes and stuff with him and like the little handshake they do courtside or you yeah, know, him talking yeah. to her and whispering in her ear and stuff. And that was I mean they were having a they enjoyed that that was them together. Right. Yeah, it was their thing and. And it's like he's just starting, like, you see, like, this guy at 41, like, dude, I am so, like, I, I felt like LeBron last night said it perfectly, that he never saw Kobe as happy as he has seen him in the last three years. That this was, like, his, the second, his second life starting, um, and it was all about family, it was all about his girls, he just had a seven, you know, a newborn seven months ago, and, like, Kobe the family man like the this this next part like the second half of his life was going to be all about his girls uh and it's just so tragic man it's uh it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking for all those families but um and seeing just how many grown men have been affected men and women and children i get it but how many grown men have been just ripped apart like myself included probably like you guys had just been ripped apart by this, you know? Like, he meant so much. But the the one positive I want to say, uh, and then, Ray, I want to get your take, too. One positive I want to say is that in 41 years, like, Kobe lived a full life, man. I mean, there's so many quotes. Like, there's probably a book of quotes that Kobe had, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and he touched so... I mean... There's so many people coming out that like, yeah, well, Kobe sent me this text. Kobe asked me this. Every time Kobe tell you, Kobe asked me about the kid, like, that you just didn't know about, you know? And like, how cool is that, as tragic as this is, that in 41 years, he managed to touch so many people, you know? The funny part about Kobe is how quiet he was with the media his whole career until that last year. Yeah. He didn't really start showing a lot of personality until his last, until his, really his tour. Which yeah. is pretty cool. Now, one thing that I don't agree with that's been like a hot thing right now is changing the logo to Kobe. What do you all think about that? I, I don't think I change it to Kobe. Like, uh, if you're going to change it, why would it not be Jordan? Th- that's what I always thought. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think that changing it to Kobe is, is uh, very, it's an emotional response. It's in the moment. Um, yep. Yeah, it's an emotional reaction. Uh, and I don't know if Kobe would have wanted it changed to Kobe, right? It, I I think that if Co- I think that if you were to ask Kobe, he probably would have said Jordan, right? Kobe studied Jordan. Like I used to make fun of of him for this, but he got the last laugh because he had he's a five time NBA champ and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, two uh, two two gold medals, five time champ, you know, MVP, everything else. He talked like Jordan. I mean, yeah, his post move was he like got Jordan. His mannerisms and everything. Everything. Voice inflation. Um, yeah. He walks like him, kind of. Shots yeah. like him. Like everything. Everything. So, 
So for that reason, I think that, you know, if you were to ask Kobe, he would say it should be Jordan and not him. That's my personal opinion. I am glad Jordan came out and said something because usually he's so quiet on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. he actually. Now that's another one that's going through a weird phase where, you know, Jordan was, you know, non-political, non-social type of person. And, you know, he's out here opening up hospitals for underprivileged people now and, you know, doing stuff that you really didn't see from Michael Jordan previously. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that you, you know, again, I think it's this, and Jordan's much older than Kobe, so it's not really the second half. I mean, he's in the second half of his life, but uh, people, I think, reach that kind of, uh, that understanding about their purpose at different times. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but how much, Jordan's like a billionaire right now, right? Yeah. I never yeah, understood yeah. why billionaires just didn't say what the hell they wanted to say anyway. Like at this, you know what I mean. Like at this point, you can say anything. You're old. You're older plus a billionaire. What is anybody gonna say to you? Well, a lot of the white ones do. But I'm, yes, I'm talking about black people. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Well, I mean, both of the black billionaires. billionaires. I mean, billionaires that you know of. I mean, it's not that many it's black more than billionaires. Two. It's yeah. like yeah. It's not four, Oprah. It's four that I know of. Five. Five that I know of. Bob well, you Ross. got the guy. The guy from Morehouse that gave all the kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you got Oprah, Bob Johnson, Jay Z. Jay Z's a billionaire. Yeah, he became a billionaire last year. Now wow. is it is it just his money or is it his and mm-hmm. Beyonce? Just, it's just, just him. Okay, mm-hmm. he got there last year, I think. Yeah, I remember them saying it, and I always thought it was them combined. But yeah, mm-hmm. I was shocked yeah. that Rihanna made more money than Beyonce. Yeah, because um, wow, I didn't know that. The yeah. lipstick. He got yeah, or the, the makeup, I guess. Oh yes, Clothes that's how that, that stupid yeah. Jenner. And that's Isn't that how Beyonce, the Jenner girl got, yeah. got her money too? Mm-hmm. And that's how uh, Beyonce has that clothing line and stuff with Adidas now. That's gonna boost her her net value also. So, but yeah, Jay was at like eight hundred thousand for a couple of years. Um, and Ty- I think Tiger hit billionaire too, right? Diddy, I, I'm not sure about that one. I know Diddy is almost there. He's close. Doctor Dre is close. Um, yeah, let you know me say it. To let May say it is because he ain't never pay him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> Reverend Mason will tell him what he got going on right now. Yeah. So. so, Ray, why don't you talk about? Are you? Aren't you a Lakers fan? Yeah, and uh, that was my thing because I was a Shaq fan, and so when Shaq moved, oh shoot, Orlando, you know what? Didn't we talk about that last week? I think right. we might have. Okay. Or at some point, you know, yeah. Shaq moved over to Orlando into the Lakers, so that made me a Kobe fan, and so yeah, I I was hit hard by it, and uh, you know, Kobe is him and a friend of mine had the exact same birthday, so we'd always be like, hey, it's Kobe's birthday. And, you know, so that was kind of like our joke is, hey, happy birthday, Kobe. And so we (laughs) followed him, you know, all through his path. And, you know, it it was funny to, you know, see him change, like literally almost like right at that last season. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, I turn it off and here's my new life. And, you know, to see the stuff that he was doing later in life, like, away from basketball like i mean he he won a uh was it an oscar an oscar yeah yeah he won an oscar uh i think they said he won a grammy too i 
Like, or recently. did it? No, he won a Grammy, not an Or did he win an Oscar? Maybe he won both. He won an Oscar for that uh, Dear Basketball uh, piece. Yeah. The animated short. Uh huh. And. I think uh, he did win a Grammy as well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, to be somebody that's like, hey, this is my second career and I hadn't even been doing this that long and I'm already winning awards that people do their whole career trying to get one. And yeah, I just started and got this. That. That's the thing that, you know, I like about Kobe. It's like, he wasn't scared of nothing. Nope. Like, you know. And just ask Matt Barnes. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you you would think, even if you're like, hey, I ain't scared of you. You ain't finna hit me in the face with the ball. Somebody act like they're finna throw a ball in your face. You're at least gonna you, move. You will flinch. Yeah, you or will flinch. at least, flinch. you know, blink. But, yeah, right. he was just like, yeah, whatever. And this is Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is not stable. Right. <laughs> not At least on the court, he wasn't. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he's very stable off the court, except for whooping Derek Fisher ass. That's what I'm saying. But, but see, that's throw. the thing, and I think that that's Ray's point. Where he will fight you, he will he will throw a, a basketball in your face from point blank range. Yeah, he he is capable of doing that. Tim Duncan, no, you you, but you would still flinch. But Matt Barnes, you're definitely flinching. <laughs> and, and you know to. To have the boss to tell a seven foot, three hundred pound dude that you lazy and you you're sorry, or even like uh, uh, Dwight Howard, would be like, look, dude, you soft. You're a seven foot soft dude. You yep. know, if you had the balls, you would stay here and you know show that you ain't soft. And I think that got to the to Dwight so bad that he had to come back to the Lakers to prove that nah, I ain't soft. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's the thing with me is, like, Kobe was just, like, yeah, un- he he was just good and unflappable and, and everything. Was, that was a nice way of what you said. He's soft because he really said another word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've said yeah. as many cuss words as I could talking about shit earlier. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep us with a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. And I think that the um, the other things we grew up with him, um, and I think that's it. Like, if this was Michael Jordan, it's like, oh my, like, it would be tragic and heartbreaking. And, you know, but Kobe was like our age. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's just, uh, it's sad on so many levels, man. And then the kids, you know, um, it was very hard for me to walk in my locker room on my, we had a game Monday and to talk to the kids, but a lot of my players had stuff for Kobe written on their shoes. Um, I took one kid home after practice last Saturday, and I said, uh, Peter, who's your favorite player? And he said, Kyrie. And he said, well, playing or, or all time? And, I, and he's a point guard. And I said, well, playing. He said, Kyrie. I said, what about all time? He said, Kobe. I said, Kobe? I said, I'm surprised you wouldn't say LeBron because, I mean, he's a, you know, these are mostly freshmen in high school. Mm-hmm. And... He said, no, he said, ever since I was little, all I did was watch Kobe clips from even before I was born. And I was like, wow, that was interesting. That was Saturday. And then this happened Sunday. Well, that's like uh, one of the guys that works with me. I mean, they would always would have the debate of who's better, Jordan or Kobe. And he was a huge Kobe fan to the point where he called me and was like, I mean, I asked him, Paul, he's like, Ray, is it true? And I was like, you talking about Kobe? He was like, yeah. And I was like, at that point, it hadn't been confirmed, but now I looked up at the 
TV and they had interrupted the Pro Bowl for it. So I was like, apparently so, man. He was like, I got to go. And, wow. and I mean, that was, that was it. So I like, you know, checked on him later. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be late for work. Wow. So, I mean, that's how hard it hit him. And he said, like, all his family was calling and checking on him. So it hit him that hard. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, man. It's rough. But um, I do like all the tributes that everybody was doing. It's Even Nurse Watt, you yeah. know, did a tribute. Who, who was that? I'm sorry. No, your your team. They oh, did yeah, a tribute. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, uh, second, yeah. yeah. So Monday, the kids asked, and, and actually it was a huge game because we went into the game 10 and 1, and we were playing Mount St. Joe, who's 11 and 0. Uh, so we were in second place. They were in first. And the kids from both teams wanted to just take a backcourt violation after the tip. So it was very emotional. Uh, but very cool that they, you know, paid respect and paid tribute to, to Kobe and Gigi and. And all the others lost, but you know, mainly to Kobe and Gigi. I mean, they, you know, um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it's been a rough week, man, uh, especially being around the game as much as I am. And it's been a lot of the locker rooms been very quiet. Uh, kids are just kind of going through the motions, I think. But by yesterday, I'd say they were trying, they were starting to come around a little bit more. Um, but it's hard to explain to kids, too, you know, even my kids. I mean, it's been rough on them, so. Uh, anyway, any other thoughts on that, or should we move on? No, I'm good. Uh, uh, only thing I can say is, you know, everybody involved, you know, you guys are in our prayers, families of, you know, of the people lost, and, you know, even the fans and, you know, just everybody I mean, just say a prayer for everybody that's been touched by this tragedy because it, it's really saddened a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. All right. So, uh, Ray, when you got the news of Kobe, you were on a special trip with your mom. So why don't you do, why don't you tell us about this trip? Yeah, so if you, you listen to the last podcast, I, my mom finally uh, decided to cash in her Christmas present of going to Ikea. So, uh, on the way there, I took P's advice, and my wife had given the same advice, too, so I want her to be like, I said it, too. So, both of them gave the advice of going to Old Lady Game, and so she loved it, I did, because, of course, she watched Housewives of Atlanta, so she was ecstatic about going there. So, we go, and uh, we go, and they're like, it's an hour wait, so we just, like, okay, fine. So, we go sit in the car and just kind of hang out and, you know chill or whatever for a while and we go in and you know sit and wait and while we're waiting on the food that's when we start getting you know hey you uh kobe bryant died in a helicopter accident i'm like nah i don't believe that it's just on facebook so you know you keep seeing it posted in your your timelines like yeah whatever i hadn't seen a credible source so I'm looking at this, and the girls next to us are looking at, I guess, my phone. So they start looking it up. So then the guy next to us starts looking, and then you know everybody's in this restaurant just getting the news. And you can see as it's going, as the news is traveling table to table to the point where like the hostess came and looked over my shoulder, like, "Hey, I'm not trying to be nosy, but is that?" Kobe and I was like yeah that's they're saying it's Kobe 
And she was like, oh, God. She, like, had to go call her mom. And so, you know, that was kind of like, you know, the atmosphere kind of changed there. But while that's going on, you know, we're, we're at the restaurant. And so we're trying to make the best of a situation. And like I said, it's a good restaurant. Service, not so great. Service. <laughs> Pete, did you have an experience with the service being not good? Nah, it was good. I got free devil eggs, so I'm good. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Now, we we got the deviled eggs, and so we had ordered them, and, like, people that came in after us had gotten theirs. And so I'm like, what? what's the deal with the deviled eggs? So we finally got the deviled eggs. They were good. They, they were good. Um, we ordered our food because we were like, yeah, we already know what we want. Here's we ordered our food. So it took us probably like an hour to get our food uh, after we ordered it. Ouch. So, that's, yeah. a, that's a long wait. Yeah. Especially for that type of restaurant. You wouldn't think it would be that long. That's what I was thinking 15 too. 15 minutes tops. Yeah. They're waiting, on, they're waiting on the eggs to hatch. <laughs> so we, uh, we get the food and we're just kind of sitting there like, okay, we have no silverware. So we're trying to flag somebody down to get us some silverware, and we finally get somebody to get us some silverware. So they give it to us. My mom's has a fork, no knife. Mine is a knife, no fork. <laughs> so, so between then, you, you had one set. Yeah, so I was like, well, hey, here, here's the, the knife. You can go ahead and eat. So she's like, I'm going to wait on you. So then I had to wait a while again to flag down somebody to get a full set. So we finally got a full set. So I'm like, look, I see how this is going, so I'm going to go ahead and close out. Guys, it's going to take like an hour for them to go in to close out. So, hey, just bring the check. Here's my card. You go in and run it, whatever. We're just going to close out. We're going to finish eating, but I just want to go in and get this process started. Right. So, uh, we, we you know, get there. Food was really good, like I said. Food was really good. What'd you get, Ray? Uh, I got the fried chicken, uh, fried chicken, mac and cheese, and oh, no. no, I didn't go that niggerish. Red Kool-Aid. They didn't have red Kool-Aid, but they had their sweet tea was like a, a mix. Diabetic coma? No, it wasn't good. Oh, really? Okay. It was like the like made from a tea mix or whatever. Because my mom's like a tea aficionado. She says that herself, and so she was disappointed in tea because you think black people could make good sweet tea. Good old Southern sweet tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, it was it was good. It, it was really good, and. You know, we ate probably about half of it and took the other half home, and it traveled well. It's a like, lot of food. Yeah. It's a lot so, of food. And it was good when we heated it up, so it, it was good. Um, it was pricey. For what it was. Yeah, for, for what it was. Ooh, but I'm right. like, well, um, I guess I get the same thing in Birmingham. It'll probably be like 30 bucks. And it was like $75 once we got done with that. So anyway, we leave out and then there's a motorcycle gang or I guess a motorcycle club and they're going across the street. So like I said, we parked across the street. So it's a motorcycle club going across and they're doing wheelies and all this stuff. So that was pretty cool. But like my mom's like filming it and everything. So they're gone and the lady like is in her car between, like my mom was between this car, between cars, and this lady is looking too, and she like almost hits my mom backing up, 
Oh no! Yeah, like to the point where this guy's like yelling, "Hey, hey, hey, wait, wait!" And she like all like literally, if my mom was an inch over, she would have been hit. Wow! So anyway, we go, we get in the car, and we're driving to IKEA because that's the whole main thing. She's already like ecstatic because she got to go to the old lady game. We get there, we're driving, and I can see the IKEA building because remember I've been there before, so I uh-huh. see it coming up. So she's looking around trying to figure out where she's at. So she's not paying attention at all. So I'm at the light and I hear, oh my God. And so I was like, oh, you see it now. So she's like filming us pull into Ikea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That's how excited she is about this. She's filming us pull into <laughs> Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh my God, I'm shaking. I'm, I'm scared to go in. Oh, okay. it's fine it's just a building so mm-hmm. we go and uh, we go and she's taking a look at everything and she's wanting to buy basically everything she looks at and she's like if you've ever been to Ikea it's basically like just a showroom and then when you get back to downstairs is where you get the actual stuff so she's like mm-hmm. well where do I get this from it's like it's in the it's downstairs when you get downstairs you get, well, what about this I want to get this it's downstairs i'm like look right you gotta follow the yellow brick road yeah you gotta walk through this whole place to get to there and she's like look listen to me it's downstairs so we get downstairs and then she's like oh my gosh this is like the stuff i was like yes this is what i was telling you it's not as pretty down here but this is where you buy the actual (laughs) but uh we get through that and she's like in heaven She's, you know, getting stuff and everything. I was like, look, don't spend too much because, you know, you got a certain amount of money. And I'm not putting anything extra in it because I just spent all this money like an old lady game. So she's, like, getting stuff. And she came good. She was $2 off of what her total was. So I, I was proud of her. Now, me, I ended up getting $60 worth of stuff just because I was hanging out with her. And so I'm like, well, crap, I wasn't coming to buy anything. And I ended up like, well, I could use knives or I could use a garlic <laughs> press. And so I'm buying stuff like, oh, well, yeah, I really didn't need that. But, yeah, I, if you buy a $200 cutting board, you probably need some knives to go with it. And I got, like, cheap there knives. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we get through there. And I was like, so you want to get um, you want to get meatballs? And she was like, nah, oh, I'm good. She, I'm she ready to go. Balls. <laughs> no she was like I'm ready to go <laughs> so uh, we ended up I took her to the office so she could see the Atlanta office and we hit the road and she still talks about that trip to this day yeah so she enjoyed it and I you know I hated Ikea but I enjoyed it because it's sort of like Kobe and the NBA uh, with his daughter it's like seeing it through her eyes made me enjoy it a lot more yeah that's cool man yeah yeah, that's very cool. Well, it's, I'm glad the trip went... Well, clearly, this was like the best Christmas gift ever. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And that that's usually my goal, is to make my mom cry when I give her a gift. Yeah. And yeah. that that is why I was like, okay, good. I, I got her something that she enjoys. And so, yeah, when she cries, I'm like, okay, got her. Yeah, the, the other thing is that you all got to do it together. Yeah, and it was just us. And so we hadn't done a just us thing in a while. And so that was fun because, you know, 
up until I was eight, it was just me and her. And then my brother came along at, when I was nine. And so then we would, you know, every now and then when he was in school, we'd go to lunch or whatever. And we used to go to dinner every now and then, but we haven't recently in years. Right. And so that was good to just be me and her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys got to got to do that, and congrats on uh, making her cry. So, um, all right. So, P, did you get any results from your survey? Offline, yes. Survey wise, no. Um, and, and the re- the the survey basically was um, how often do you make an effort to eat dinner or eat a meal as a family? Whether it was every day, a couple, few times a week, or almost never. And, uh-huh. and most people, you know, I talk to offline. I ask some people via text, and I, the reason I brought this up was just because I have two children now. Uh huh. And before, when it was just me and my wife in the house, and Paisley's over, you know, frequently, but not all the time. A lot of times, we just kind of eat and move. Uh, she'll eat before she gets home, or pick up something, and I've already eaten when she gets there, or vice versa. Or with Paisley, we'll be out somewhere and just get her something to eat, and she'll eat half of it in the car, or, or whatever it is, right? Uh-huh. But I thought about it as a kid, you know, as jacked up as my dad was, we ate almost every dinner together around the table. Right. Um, we had a, a special place for every single, um, every single place. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that is that still a thing. It was combined with that, and I was watching a sitcom where everybody, an eighty sitcom, where everybody sat around the table, that kind of thing. Like, is that kind of played out at this point? Because I see people in restaurants now. And this is the only other thing I noticed. Carly's family gets together for dinners all the time. We went out to dinner before the night before Logan was born, and I look around and you see people at tables. And it's like four people on each of their iPhones. And nobody's talking to each other. They bring the food, they eat, they pick up their iPhones again. It's like being social with your family and kind of talking about how the day went or what went on or whatever else is kind of becoming a thing of the past. So I was wondering how often do most people make an effort to even do that anymore? Uh, you want to go first, Ray? Sure. Uh, I will say in uh, Casa de O'Neill, we... We have a mixture. So most of the time, it's like we eat at different times. Uh, I'm coming in later. Candace is coming in late. And so it's like, okay, Liam's got his food. He'll be eating because, I mean, it doesn't take long to make chicken and fries. So he's eating (laughs) his chicken and fries at the table. And while you're making your actual food, he's done and he's off plan. And so we're kind of like, okay, well, he's off. I'm going to go sit with a TV tray and eat and watch, you know, something on TV that I want to watch. Or it'll be Candace wants to watch something, but I don't want to watch that. So I'll go in the man cave and she'll be up watching that. Now, every now and then, especially for breakfast, if we're eating breakfast, we'll all sit at the table because it's, yeah, Liam's not eating chicken fries for breakfast. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll sit and eat breakfast together or uh there are times when there are times when we can get him to eat the same thing as us and if that's the case then we'll all usually sit and eat at the table but more often than not yeah we're not eating together but we try to at least be in the same room together mm-hmm. whether it's like sitting in the living room watching tv together or whatever it is yeah so it's like we'll be me and candace will be sitting on the couch and liam's playing uh or we're sitting at the couch the way ours is made. You can see the 
the family room from the kitchen. So he'll be at the table eating his chicken and fries and we'll be there. And so we're still able to interact together and stuff. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, it, it's funny, we should eat at the table more because, I, and I remember when Bakari was little, he would get so excited when we would eat at the table and then Naomi used to do the exact same thing. Uh, but what we normally do, we normally eat dinner every, if we're all here, we eat dinner together. Uh, we don't allow the kids to eat in their rooms or anything like that. And we, a lot of times we'll watch Blackish. We always have a few because we're never caught up. Um, so we'll watch Blackish or we'll watch a show that we all enjoy watching together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we watch it around watching TV while we eat instead of at the table. Uh, but we are together, and we also have a no phone policy during dinner, whether we're here or at a restaurant. Okay. So even before the meal comes and, and after the meal comes, if we're at a table at a restaurant, we don't allow the kids or each other to be on the phone. So, Right. It, it's, a, <clears throat> it's a funny thing about the, the phone thing you said. Now, with Carly, since she runs a business... If somebody comes, calls through or texts that's business related, you answer that joke all right now. <laughs> this might be some right. money on the other end. But I don't like, um, I'll take a work call every once in a while. But hey, they can wait. Most likely it's not an emergency. And with her, the same thing. Like sometimes her friends call and y'all ain't talking about nothing. Like, call, <laughs> like yeah. you don't have to talk. You don't have to answer the phone right now. Y'all talk all day. Um, yes. So if that, it's a if it's a work, it, it, it's interesting you say that. If it's a work call, I'll answer it. But that's only because I never get work calls. So mm-hmm. if it's a work call, I know it's important. Um, but they, my job's really good about respecting our time away from the office. Uh, but if it's a basketball call, so if it's from a parent or another coach or something like that, then I won't answer it because that's my. I, I'm like I give enough of my time to y'all. Um, and, and what you're paying me is not close to what, you know, what it's worth for me to answer this when I'm not with you. So, um, but, but that said, I completely understand if you're, if you're an entrepreneur, if if it's your own business, you, you're on the clock 24, seven, 365. So, so I, I can definitely see what you're saying about Carly answering it. Mm -hmm. Now, Bernanda, sometimes it'll, it'll, you know, drives me crazy because she'll answer it. And I'm like, she's like, well, it's work. I'm like, yeah, so what? Like, you're on the phone all the time with work. So from like 5 a.m. every morning, she's getting text messages and everything else. And I'm like, be you right. don't have to answer it. Right. There's Like, mm-hmm. they will wait. It's okay. You know? Um, but whatever. But that's, and and when I say a work call, like, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've gotten a call from one of my doctors or something after hours in a in a year. Mm-hmm. So so it's it's very 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 rare. So, well, what did most people say? Most people said they don't. <clears> that <throat> they said the same kind of the same thing we have where we kind of just eat when we eat and that's pretty much it. But most of these people didn't have like a large family. They didn't have, and I consider large three kids at this point. I know that sounds crazy because how we grew up large may have been like four or five kids. But now, right. if you got three, that's rare. Usually, most people have one or two kids at this point. Yeah. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at us. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And I hope I say it too. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ray will have two soon once he has that girl. Well, that's why I told P I wasn't touching, I wasn't touching Logan because last time I touched Paisley, we ended up with Liam. 
Yeah, you about might have that reverse baby. osmosis thing going. That's mojo, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask y'all something. Um, we're almost at our time limit, but just want to know what y'all th- thought of the Grammys. Um, I didn't watch the, the program itself. I need to go back and watch it now. But the winners, well, the winner, because she basically won almost every damn thing, uh, Billie Eilish. I don't get her, so maybe somebody can under- can you know kind of make me understand why she won so many. But I don't get her music. To me, it just sounds like it sounds like hip hop music with a person talking over it. Um, or whispering, wi- yeah, whisper, <laughs> whisper singing and stuff. And I talked to some younger people about it too. And they, I, of course, this may have been my first old person moment because I did talk to one of Carly's cousins about it. And they're going, "What? Oh man, Billie Eilish is killing it, and yada yada yada." But she's twenty three, so well, has, Naomi's thirteen. She loves Billie Eilish. See, I don't, see, get, I, it. I don't get it either. So, yeah, no, we're old. No, I mean, that's that's all that boils down to. Most of those beats on, I mean, the instrumentals on that album. You could have substituted her and put T.I. rapping on them, and it's the same thing. I'm trying to figure out what was so special about her for her to win all these awards. Especially the best song and best... What was best, it? Record best, song, and best, best record and best album. Which was best record and best album. See, yeah. record and song usually don't both win the same thing. Usually one person gets best song, one person gets best record. And she Wait, won... Wait, hold on. You mean record and album? Record and, Well, it's record and song, I think it is. I thought a song is a record. So, so you have album, then you have record. One of them is for the writers, and one is for the performers, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Okay, my bad. So then the re- so this. Oh, so, so which she is won. Which? So she won song, record, and album. Yes, and for and best new artist. Oh my gosh! I must have. Oh, I know what happened. Okay, we had a. I, I'm stuttering. We uh, I thought I watched the entire program, but I just remember we had a we had something happen here at the house, Let, like right during when she started winning all this stuff, and it took me away from the TV for about twenty minutes. Mm. So I so I saw record and album. I missed the other two. Gotcha. Yeah, she won. Okay, so my bad. <laughs> Do you know how many she won on top of your head, uh, Ray? Oh, I didn't watch it all. We were traveling back from Atlanta, so I, I didn't pay any attention. Mm, okay. So she. I mean, we could Google it real quick, but um, no. I but mean, she, she won. She won five, but I don't remember the. Uh, so it's song, new artist, record, album, pop album, maybe pop, pop vocal. Solo. Yeah, but she definitely got best album and best record, which which cross genres. Album, song, and re- like song and record were the same song. Bad guy. So she won it for both of them. Yeah, and if record. You, if you go li- listen to Bad Guy, no nah, man. It, Wait, no. You said song and record were both song for bad and guy? record were both for Bad Guy. Okay, and then she won album. And she won album. Uh, best new artist, best pop vocal album, and pop solo performance. Well, so I'm bad, very so glad Taylor won Swift. Three. I'm I'm glad Taylor Swift didn't win. Yeah, I, I'm not hot on her either. But. Yeah, no. But she always seems to win, and it try, I'm like, why does she win all the time? Well, see, that's why I'm wondering if it's like you know how they say it's it's about who you're your label is mm-hmm. and I, I think it's who your label is oh this because I know Joe Budden's podcast covered that too where they said well well this this is this they're on this label and we like that label so blah say blah say blah mm-hmm. um, the other thing is I think that a lot of these awards are stupid when you ask my opinion about it because it's uh, a bunch of famous people kind of tooting each other's horns horn yeah uh and i and i don't think that the the listeners have a whole lot of say in who wins 
No, As a matter of no. fact, they, they have none. Well, that, that's that's why you have you end up with the People's Choice Awards. Okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the one thing, I, so I don't know. I mean, I don't get Billie Eilish. The the one thing that I loved was Tyler the Creator, and what he had to say about winning was it Urban best Record rap, of the Year, rap, rap, best rap album of the year. Yeah, and it wasn't rap. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It, and traditionally, he is a rapper, but I wouldn't have considered, let's say, uh, Kanye's 808s and Heartbreak. That wasn't a rap album. Right. But if it had won Best Rap Performance or Best Rap Album, I would be like, okay, that sounds crazy. But they don't. They never want to take a, a quote-unquote urban artist and put them in a pop category. Mm-hmm. Right. He had an awesome album, by the way. It was very yeah, it was Andre, Andre 3000-ish. Mm. I don't even listen to Tyler the Creator. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I actually haven't listened to it because he's so out there for me. Um, <laughs> but now, but now I really want to, and I think that that there's a beauty in how awkward he is, and kind of his. Uh, when I say awkward, it's not, and and I I don't like the word different, so I don't want to say different. But the like he he's just a he's an awkward guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a beauty in that because he kind of marches to the beat of his own drum. Uh, and I can really appreciate his creativity, creativity and his artistry behind that. So um, I'm happy he won, but he's right. He should not have been up for rap album. I mean, why couldn't he be pop album of the year? Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, I, and I'm I'm really glad he used his platform to call call them out on that. So uh, very cool guy, great speech, and I love that he had his mom up there with him. And speaking of politics, you know, Nipsey won the best rap performance. And that song should not have beaten J. Cole, Middle Child, or the uh, Baby song, or any of that other stuff that it was in the category with. But that felt political, too, because he passed away. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Same thing with the best rap song performance. He won that one, too. So I'm thinking, uh, okay, I see what's going on. Yeah, you see here. what's going on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get Alicia Keys to just host the Grammys every year? Mm. It seemed like they're trying to. <laughs> she's done it two years in a row now, so she's really good, though. I mean, I, I think she's. I mean, we know how super talented she is, but the uh, the Kobe Bryant um, uh, tribute at the beginning was beautiful, which was like twelve hours or less after that had happened, mm. and she just flows, man. I mean, I love how she kind of the one song she did where she like mentioned everyone when she's playing the piano. That was really cool. Uh, but she, I, I think she's a really good hostess. I, I enjoy her. She's going on tour soon, um, also. So, oh, speaking of tour, I gotta get these BTS tickets this week. <laughs> Naomi is reminding me. She said today, Dad, you know today's February first. I said, Yeah. She said, You know what that means, right? And I'm like, uh, It's February first. No, uh, <laughs> like it's Black, Black History it's, Month. Well, yeah, Black History Month. Uh, no. I'm like, okay, I give up. What? She's like, it means that it's the month in which you're going to get the BTS tickets. Yeah. Like, okay, then. Well, thanks for telling me. Hey, so, sure. Yeah. Have you gone back and let her listen to, like, um, New Edition and stuff? Yeah, of course. Does she like it? She does. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering, like, okay, this is the original. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Because we're at the age now when we hear stuff. Oh, that ain't nothing but new edition. That ain't yeah, nothing but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. NSYNC. You know what I mean? So, You know, I didn't like new edition until recently. Damn. Like, when they did the movie, I watched the movie. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. 
Yeah, they got some bangers, man. Their their best of album is incredible. They put out some really good records. And when you do that, you can tour forever. You can, they, yeah. They will be sixty still doing these moves, man. Well, yeah. Well, well they're close to, to it now. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they got to be fifty or close to that. Yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah. Um, uh, so BTS was on the Grammys. They were on there with Lil Nas X when he, you know, got into the room or whatever. But uh, so she came down, running down to see that. They didn't perform though. No, they didn't. We thought they were good. She recorded it because she thought they were going to perform. But they just performed like part of Lil Nas X's song. So. Yeah. Yeah. But there's seven of them jokers, though. But, yeah. Um, so, Grammys, yay or nay? Yeah, I'm saying yay. I mean, nay, because I ain't even watch them. So, there's that. But you don't feel like you missed it either, right? No. Yeah, I, I'm good with just seeing the, the performances and um, yeah, seeing who won, and that's it. Did you see the one girl did the performance for her father, sang to her father, Mm-mm. "My First Love" or something like that? Nope. Yeah, that was that was really touching. I couldn't understand what she was saying. It was a horrible song, but her dad was there and he was crying. And like the end of the song, she went up and gave him a hug and a kiss. It was really sweet. You know what but uh, yeah, but I don't know what the I couldn't understand what she was singing. Um, and Ariana Grande had a good performance but yeah I like the performances but I'm like eh Bernanda gets much more wrapped up in that than I do one thing I don't like is the Oscars though yeah the Oscars always pull out some movies you never heard of to win stuff yeah and there's no diversity in at the Oscars Joker's gonna wrap up uh, rack up again which it should yeah I think so yeah and I, I did see um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last week uh i know i watched it after we got off the phone i believe or off the phone off the podcast did you watch it twice or once just once yeah go back when you watch it again man i don't know if i need to i I need to watch joker again though Mm, i'm not saying you need to per se i'm just saying he's saying that you'll catch some stuff that you missed on the first viewing of Mm -hmm. once upon a time it's okay. definitely some stuff that I go, oh, oh, okay. You know, that kind of thing. Really? Well, see, mm-hmm. that, and Ray, I know you haven't seen it, but Quentin Tarantino's brilliant, man. Yeah, he's dope. Um, that, that movie's definitely up there. Brad Pitt was excellent. So, um, good good call by Tarantino you. Tarantino is, ex- is the master of uh, heavy dialogue movies. Yeah, yeah. Ha- hands down. Like, uh, what was the one, The Hateful Eight? Or whatever it was, I still haven't seen that one. Oh, oh man, man. Was, well, I was gonna say with Samuel Jackson, yeah, every every Tarantino. I was movie. shocked when you said he wasn't in in this one. Yeah, yeah, I, I was too. Yeah, Django Unchained is Tarantino. The Hateful Eight was so good, man. That that's really good, right? Have y'all seen like Reservoir Dogs? It's oh a, yeah, of course. That's a classic. I yeah. mean, that was before like my time when I could watch Tarantino movies. So it's in my queue to watch. But does it have that same flavor to it as his yep. newer stuff? It does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll go yep. back and watch it then. It's in my queue. Okay. Yeah, Ray, I don't know if you should watch Hateful Eight or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood first. But I think both. Hateful Eight's like on Netflix, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think I got that in my queue. So yeah, I think I'll go 
I watch actually, that. now that I think about it, almost every Quentin Tarantino movie has that, oh, snap, you know, appeal to it. Like when one thing clicks and you go, oh, because that was this dude that did XYZ and I figured this, you know, whatever. Hateful Eight has that quality a little bit too. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, people, what were you going to say about Tyler Perry before? Um. We don't have we're we're hour fifteen and we could skip. I, I'm not going to do a deep dive into it, but let's just say this: um, I got into like a back and forth with a person on Facebook about whether or not you can criticize Tyler Perry, and she was saying, "Oh, it doesn't matter." Someone wrote an article on BuzzFeed saying Tyler Perry owes black people more, mm-hmm. and um, it was a long article on how he has all these resources and stuff, and he keeps putting out shitty movies. I agreed with the article. Some of the stuff was kind of, ah, it's a little far. But I commented on it because she posted it on Facebook. And I hate when you post things on Facebook or whatever social media. Then when people reply with something that you don't agree with, then it's an argument. And I'm going, I'm not even arguing. You're getting mad about something that doesn't even matter to me. This is like, I'm just making a comment on your page. Mm -hmm. So, Tyler Perry has that that huge studio, right? But he's had that studio, I think, two years now. Mm -hmm. He only had a grand opening last year. And his movies haven't gotten any better since having that studio. But see, that's the thing. It's not about his movies. So, like, part of Black Panther was shot there. Correct. And there are, like, a bunch of places where it's giving people, like, black... It's basically a platform for black movies. Not necessarily Tyler Perry movies, because Tyler Perry would probably make a movie in my basement. And, you're like, (laughs) Tyler Perry presents uh, Funko Pops. And that would be, you know, they'll still make like a million dollars, but that's his thing is I'm making low budget movies, but I'm giving you guys the platform to make your whatever you want. So it's kind of like just a springboard for other people, not exactly for him. But he's still recording his movies there too, though. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're going to be shitty regardless. So this is about the, and that's true because you can give two music producers the same instrument and come up with way different things, right? Yeah. But, but my issue with Tyler Perry is that he feeds bullshit out to his, you know, followers and they continue to watch bullshit. And I, and I, and I watch it to laugh at it, but it, it, I go look on Facebook and all these people saying how good this movie was or whatever it is. And Sherman's seen it. Ray hasn't seen it yet. Ray probably is not going to watch no, it. No, I saw it. You did see it. Sherman I saw, saw it. it. Like I said, yeah, I saw yeah. it. Okay. So, so yeah, this is my, okay. Watch it. Okay. So to get down to it, it's this is such thing as rewrites, right? Like you don't have to go with the first thing you write, or you can. And refine. you don't have to finish the movie in five days. You exactly. So yeah. You, so you made this plot about, especially when you own the studio. Okay. So spoiler alert. Okay. The things that happen in this movie are not. This dude came out and said, "I don't have time to worry about what a wig look like in my movie." Yes, you do. You're the director <laughs> of the movie. You have all all these resources. You could find somebody. You could call my wife and get a better wig made than this shit that was in this movie, right? And you're two, and you're not spoiling anything two, by saying that, right? Two the wigs that he chose, especially for the lead male actor. Um, you had no reason for him to have that wig. Yeah, he could really he could have had his normal. You know, it, it was no reason for that wig, right? Three, the shit that happens can never happen, y'all. I can't just go, if Carly has a house, go down to the bank and take out a second mortgage on her house that I'm not even on. For Two, and then the guy, the, the people can't just fire you because you lost some money. No. How many they times are you going to say two? 14, 14 <laughs> they, they're not going to fire you just because you lost the money. Or, or okay. you, 
you did something with the money. They're going to research your ass. They're going to be detectives and figure this shit out. And you're going to jail. You don't go, if you don't have the money back in two days, we're going to. What? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't. You had tw- 25 old chicks in your basement. Yeah, and, and nobody. For, find- <laughs> <laughs> and four, you can't hit somebody in the head with a baseball bat 16 times, drag them to the basement, and then them still be alive and walking around just fine without ever seeing a doctor two days later. So my right. thing too is like this: the cop, he's like handcuffing people, and then be like, "Stay right there," and they just run off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, he drove off, didn't he? Well, no. he, yeah, he, he drove well, he off, drove off but Felicia left. Rashad. But Felicia Rashad, because that's what was making me wonder, like, how was she at the end? And then Candace pointed out, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He just handcuffed her and then walked away. And she just all, walked on out. All he had to do was handcuff her to the fridge. That's it. Yep. And, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you're talking about, oh, right, right, right. And then, and the other thing, if you, if you go, speaking of the rewrite and the reshoot, if you see that the old guy in the diner is just staring at the camera with a fork in his hand, <laughs> it's okay to say, hey, old guy, actually eat some food. Mm-hmm. Hey, old guy, put some water in the cup before you drink it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but it's not the old guy's point to put the water in the cup. You should have somebody that's on set that's like, hey, this old guy needs water. And it's like not like the old guy's going to walk up to the refrigerator and get some water in there. Have somebody on set that their job is to make sure that the old guy, if he's supposed to be drinking something, have something in his cup. If he's supposed yeah. to be eating something, have something on his plate. The way Todd Perry keeps doing this stuff, he still does stuff like he's doing a play. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, that's, see, okay. I think that's Ray kind of soft. That, that's really where, where it is. But, but it's not with every movie. That's the part I don't understand. It's highly inconsistent. Because Temptations didn't feel like this. Uh, the family. What was the friends, one? The the uh, the AIDS the, one. Temptations was the one with the, the girl with AIDS. Yeah, I, see, I didn't see that one, but I uh, did. What's the one? Uh, the pray, pray family uh, that prays. Yeah, family that prays. I thought that one was really good. That was a good movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, then you'll get a Mr. Deeds, and you go, "What the hell is this shit?" But I think it's <laughs> probably be also because good he had deeds, like Kathy yeah. Bateman in there. And you know she and Sonia Lathan, and you know they weren't going to be for no, you know, no BS. I mean, mm-hmm. he makes bad actresses look bad. I mean, good actresses look bad, and he bad does. look horrible. Because Felicia Rashad looked horrible. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. And the <laughs> yeah. lady can act. Yeah, it's like, dude, you got. I mean, I can even tell the camera work was horrible. Like, what did you film this all? I get yeah. that it was five days, but damn, man. I mean, it must have been a Netflix cash grab and they gave him a uh oh, sure. by. that's oh, true sure. too that's probably what it was and it, it probably is one like in between a project that he was actually wanted to work on you know like, hey let's kick this out in five days from netflix get this money and go make something that we were actually working on everything yeah. is like a play this dude yelled coffee like who the hell says that and ashtray yeah. bitch is the best thing ever the best, the yeah. best line in the whole movie ashtray 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 bitch <laughs> man I would have been dying laughing on set and I could see Tyler with that fucked up wig on going yeah that's the take you're gonna use that one yeah <laughs> Why did Tyler Perry even need a wig? Like, oh, this whole movie, it's like in La La Land, man. It's the stupidest yeah. shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid. The whole movie is stupid. If he not in a wig and an old lady outfit, the whole movie just going to suck. Period. But, well, yeah. And, and they suck, too. 
I only watch. <laughs> I usually only watch the Medea movies if it's left up to me. But yeah. uh, but I, I still feel like it's sort of like, hey, look, this is what makes me money. Uh, until he stops making money making this stuff, he's not going to stop. I agree. Just saying, man. No, that's I think to Preston's point. It's a good point. Yeah, Boy, that was funny. Order. I was just laughing so hard. I had, to, <laughs> had to mute my mic for a second. But. I'm just tired of him. Period. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good way to end it. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, Super Bowl tomorrow. So by the time you guys hear this, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, anything else? Nah, that's it, man. Hey, I saw a great meme today. It said, "You know, let's uh, let's spread a lot of love in February because January was pretty heavy. There's a lot of sadness, a lot of heaviness in January. So uh, let's uh, let's make this a good month." Yeah, I saw that January January has been a pretty long year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. So uh, let's uh, let's stay positive. I know that we've uh, we struggled a lot. Um, uh, and, and you know it, it weighs heavy on all of us. Keep your mental health in check, especially short days. And and uh, let's try to spread some love and po- um, positive po- mm, positivity. Positivity. Thank you. Some love and positivity. We've got Valentine's Day coming up. We'll talk about that uh, maybe next episode. And oh yeah, I got something for that one. <laughs> okay. Cool. And maybe we'll get another poll out there too. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> had to get that in there. Um, call reach out daddy. to us, uh, call, yeah, call me daddy podcast on Instagram and Facebook, call me daddy pod one on Twitter, and call me daddy podcast at gmail.com. Really pre- appreciate everybody listening, and numbers continue to climb, and, and we're excited about that. And uh, look forward to hearing from you. So, you guys have a great week. Press and get some rest when you can. I'm trying to, brother. Yeah. Enjoy Logan. Hope you feel better, too. Thanks, man. All right, Ray, go work on that baby girl. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Y'all have a good week, man. All right, y'all have a good one. Ashtray, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>